Hello, everyone, and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I am your host, the Honorable Greg B., and we continue the countdown that is the movie ranks for 2017. This is part two. If you missed part one, go back and listen to it now. And I believe if my math is correct on this, and it might not be because I may not have done an episode that I was planning on doing after this episode, but this might be actually chapter 50 of the One Man Renegade podcast because I believe last episode, the first episode of the movie ranks was 49 because there was another episode I was, I'm was i going to record that will be 48, which will already be up by the time this is up. So, I think this is number 50. So there you go. I made it to 50. How about that? And uh, cool. incidentally, we're uh, we're counting down the 50s. Well, sort of. 60 through 51 on this. Uh, so we actually won't get to 50. Ah, man, that kind of ruins it. Oh, well. Uh, we are counting down um, 60 through 51 on today's episode. Uh, and if you missed... Yeah, like I said, if you missed yesterday's episode, go back and listen to that because I talk about all the sort of things that you need to know about the list uh and uh do the do 70 through 61 so you know yeah catch up gotta 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 know what's going on um but you know just in case you know you don't have time to listen to all these and you feel like listening to this one specifically for whatever reason uh just want to say of course there's going to be spoiler alerts uh or there is a spoiler spoiler alert they're going to be spoilers try not to majorly spoil anything but there would definitely be some minor uh, to moderate <laughs> um, spoiler alerts. Uh, so yeah, keep that in mind as you listen. Um, hopefully I don't ruin anything too too badly for you, especially with anything that's more current than uh, than old older movies. Because, you know, if I ruin something that came out like over a year ago, it, that's your fault. And you probably don't care. Um, so let's keep going. Let's just move it right along. So number 60. Now... This is a movie that it's 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 a very polarizing movie for people, and you'll see as I go through kind of the numbers here of what I mean by that. So, and obviously it's kind of low on my list, so that's how I feel about it. It's a Paramount movie. It came out on September fifteenth. Uh, it has a sixty nine percent Rotten Tomato score, which isn't bad. Seventy five Metacritic, which is actually pretty good. Um, and 6.7 on IMDb, which again, that's pretty good, but it got an F, an F for Sunesco. I never seen an F ever. I didn't see it in theaters. I didn't know what to think of this movie. It only made $7.5 million. So clearly wasn't a big hit and, or sorry, 7, 7.5 opening weekend and 17.8 overall. So not a big hit, not a big hit here. Um, and that's mother. Now, if you're not familiar with Mother, if you don't remember the commercials and whatever, uh, I don't think the commercials really would tell you anything that you would want to know about the movie because it's not, it's a weird, it's a weird movie. <laughs> Let's just, just say right here, it is a weird, weird movie. Um, it's Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris is in it. Um, it's a bizarre movie. It was directed by Jennifer Lawrence's boyfriend at the time i don't even know if they're still dating but at the time they were i believe um they might still be i don't know i don't keep track of that stuff anymore um so they kind of like it was like his vanity project basically and she decided to be in it and uh yeah it's a weird movie um i don't want to ruin too much of it because 
I feel like you probably should check it out because it's so freaking weird. Um, so basically, I'll try to give you a general plot of it without ruining anything. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem are like a couple. Um, they move into like this house or maybe they were already in the house. I forget. No, I feel like they were because they were fixing up the house. That's what it was. Um, and then she gets pregnant. And then thing, things start to get weird. Like, he's an he's a writer, but he's having a writer's block. And then this guy shows up that's supposed to... He's he's like a fan, but, like, he's... I don't know. And then, and then so he shows up and, like, he says, Oh, you can stay here because he was supposed to, like, go to, like, the... The college or something, but, like, ended up there, but he's a fan of his. But then, like, these other people start showing up, and then all these people start showing up. And it just gets weirder and weirder with these people. And then there's, like, a fight and, like, a... Oh, it's just just so bizarre. It's such a weird freaking movie. And the ending is just utterly insane. Utterly insane. It kind of reminded me a bit... On a different level, but, like, on a, it kind of reminded me a bit of, like, the ending to, um, if you're familiar, with Cabin in the Woods. Not in the same vein of that, but just in in it that it goes absolutely nuts. Like, it, it just comes absolutely ab- absurd and ridiculous. When whereas, with the ending of Cabin in the Woods, that kind of worked. This movie is just like, what the hell is happening? Because uh, you don't, you know, it's just a weird movie because, like, you go into it not knowing what, what, what the hell is happening. And then all of a sudden, it just gets insane. Um, but, yeah, because the beginning of it's kind of weird, too. So it goes from being weird to, like, being like, oh, okay, this, I don't know what this movie is, but here's this movie. And then it's just insane. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't put it any higher than 60 just because it's so, so utterly weird. And just... It's, ah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You watch it for yourself, you figure out your own. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like I said, the critics seem to really like it, but, like, the people who went to go see it obviously didn't like it, didn't make any money. Um, But, yeah, it's got a decent IMDb score, which is kind of confusing. All right, let's uh, move along uh, to number 59. Uh... It's another Paramount movie. <laughs> uh, this one came out June 21st. A big action movie of the summer. Uh, made $44 million opening weekend. 130 overall. Which for this uh, this uh, series of movies is pretty bad actually. Uh, compared to the other ones. I mean obviously <laughs> $130 million. That's bad. You know it's like I don't. I mean it made a lot more worldwide I think. Uh uh, 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, 27 on Metacritic, 5.2 on the IMDb, and uh, B+, plus though, at the theaters, uh, cinema score. I didn't see it in the theaters. And that is Transformers The Last Night. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say about Transformers The Last Night. Um, it's probably the worst of the Transformers movies, which is saying a lot, but at the same time not saying much, I guess, which, oddly. Um, 
Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's in it, and then there's a girl, and then, but then his daughter's at college, but she's not really in the movie. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't really remember the last one before this, and uh, but you know, I checked it out because I've seen all the Transformers movies. I thought the first couple were good, and then then it really went downhill, and. Uh, Nope, they're still making them, though. They're still going to make these movies. Uh, I don't know why Mark Wahlberg... Agree- I mean... Well, I know why Mike Wal- Mark Wahlberg agreed to this. <laughs> yeah, got paid a lot of money. Uh, but, yes, clearly I feel like the bubble has burst a bit on uh, these uh, Transformers movies. At least in the United States. The problem is... is they do huge overseas. And... I'm not specifically sure how well this one did overseas, but I'm guessing it did fairly well. Um, it kind of reminds me of another series of movies that will come up um, a little bit later on in this list. Uh, whereas, you know, maybe in the United States it isn't as popular as it once was, but overall throughout the world it is still is, so it's definitely still profitable for them to keep making these movies. And, you know, I think Paramount has a deal with Transformers to make another five of these or something like that. I know they're doing like a spin-off one this year with Bumblebee and John Cena, but I'm I think there's another Transformer movie um coming out lined up at least for maybe next year, I don't, I don't even know. Uh but yeah, I mean it's Transformers, I don't really know what to tell you. It's a bunch of robots uh fighting each other from outer space and um Optimus Prime's like bad, but then he's not bad, but he's bad, but he's not bad. I, I don't know. Um, and there's a knight, and then there's a guy. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's like a, a chosen guy or something. I, whole thing doesn't really hold, make a whole hell of a lot of sense, but I wouldn't expect it to. <laughs> I mean, listen, I liked Transformers, the cartoon, when I was a little kid. I mean, the original Transformers movie was was crazy. Optimus Prime died. It was nuts as a kid. That was devastating. Uh, but then he came back in the uh, TV show later on. Um, but actually, that that was actually a good one. The original Transformer. And it had a great soundtrack. Stan Bush, go check it out. Uh, you got the... <laughs> you got the touch. You got the power. Uh, but not not this Transformers movie. You're not my Transformers movie. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving on. Number 58. Another Paramount movie. Another... Uh, uh, it came out uh, uh, November 10th, uh, made $29 million opening weekend. As of now, it's about $104 million, uh domestic. It's got a 19% Rotten Tomato score, 30 Metacritic, 5.5 on the old IMDb, and a B minus. Uh, no, an A minus. An a- Ooh, jeez. A minus at the cinema score. Oh, See, those don't match up so much. <laughs> Uh, oh, so I wait. So no, I, I think I read the wrong line. Uh, no, nineteen percent Rotten Tomatoes. I was reading the wrong line. Sorry. Thirty Metacritic, six IMDb, A minus uh, for um, with Cinema Score. I skipped the line there. Uh, and it's another Mark Wahlberg movie and another Paramount movie. Mark Wahlberg and Paramount seem to have some sort of deal there. Uh, and it's another Will Ferrell movie too. But I, Daddy's Home too. And yeah. Um, you know, I like Daddy's Home, the original one. Um, I never got to rank it because it came out too late uh, a couple years ago, and 
and I didn't get to see it before I did my list. Uh, but I, I mean, I would have put it probably in like the 20s, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'd have to go back and look. But um, so this one's set around Christmas. So it's a lot of Christmas stuff, a lot of Christmas jokes. Um, it's very similar to the first one, except now they added uh, Mel Gibson and um, John uh, John Lithgow. And John Cena's involved more than the first one. Um, hijinks and ch- kids jokes. I don't know. I mean, it didn't do as well as the first one, certainly, I don't think. Um, diminishing returns, I guess. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I... Honestly, if they're going to do a, if they were going to do a sequel to a Will Ferrell Mark Wahlberg movie, this was not the one to do the sequel to. Is the other guys they should have done a sequel to because that movie is a lot better than Daddy's Home was. Uh, but I get it; it's a Christmas movie, Christmas time family movie, blah blah blah. Fine, but I don't have to like it, <laughs> and I didn't. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Obviously, it's number fifty-eight as opposed to number seventy, but. Uh, I mean, it was better than Will Ferrell's other movies this year, so... And it's better than, well, one of Mark Wahlberg's other movies this year. So, there you go. Okay. I guess, I guess, if you're looking for a win there, there it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I know, I... The jokes were not funny. Kind of a rehash, a bit, of the first one. Which is fine, but it's just... And then, just throwing all the Christmas stuff... I don't know. Just didn't work. Didn't completely work for me. Um, I thought the better first one was better, and that's really all I can say. All right. Next up is a um, Universal movie. Uh, it came out on June 9th. This one had sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty four on Metacritic, five point five on IMDb, and B minus on uh, the Cinescore. Cinema Score, uh, which was I. Was reading the wrong line. And, uh, oh boy. This is The Mummy. And, again, it's number 57, so it's not my least favorite movie. But I didn't have a lot of expectations for this movie when it, when it came. I was like, why are they doing another Mummy? Um, you know, the other Mummies did fairly well. This one did $31 million opening weekend, and... 80 million overall, which is not good. Uh, and this is supposed to be like the launch of the, the Universal Dark Universe. And unfortunately, it just it didn't work. And I feel like the one of the bigger issues is, is why another Mummy movie? And, you know, you got Tom Cruise in it. And the plot's just confusing because, like, wait, who's the Mummy? And who, what's, wait, what Tom, what's Tom Cruise in all of this? And and then they throw in, um, you know, you got uh, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde, with Russell Crowe, and and there's a lot of ha- lot happening. Um, you know, overall it was a decent like, m- you know, horror action film. I don't even know. It's not really horror, but well, sort of horror, but action horror film, kind of whatever you want to call it. But like, just the whole like trying to set up way too much stuff and. Um, was a bit of a problem and that's what happens with these universes when you're trying to build these universes it's like you know marvel obviously is the one is kind of like the the one 
when you're looking at it. Like, that's like the model you want to build off of. And they didn't do it all right at once. They'd introduce one character and then have another character and then, you know, someone have a cameo from, you know, the other movie and then kind of kind of all twisted and turned together until eventually, boom, they're all together and here's your Avengers. The problem is, is like DC, they try to do too much. This mummy thing, they tried to do too much. And, and now no one seems to know what's going on with the Dark Universe. I mean, obviously this movie didn't do well. Um... You know, it's a bit of a mess, <laughs> to say the least, and uh, and maybe nothing's happening now. Uh, supposedly, there was the Frankenstein movie that was supposedly somewhat how, somehow tied into this. I don't, I'm not really sure how. And then they were going to do the the Bride of Frankenstein. I think was next, and they had plans for um, uh, Hunchback in Notre Dame. Maybe I don't. I forget. I forget what the plans were, but they all kind of are on hold at the moment. <laughs> So who knows what happens? I I mean I I don't see why Tom Cruise would want to be involved in this anymore. To be quite honest with you, even Russell Crowe might be like, eh, I don't know about this anymore. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with the whole dark universe. But obviously, the Mummy did not uh, do uh, any uh, favors for that or Universal. Um, and yeah, just not a good movie. If you want to watch the Mummy, go watch the original one. Even the second one's pretty good. The third one I don't really remember. <laughs> Scorpion King was okay. But then I think there was a sequel to the Scorpion King, which went like straight to DVD. I, I wouldn't bother with that one. Alright. Um, moving on. Uh, we're up to number 56. Uh, it's a Warner Brothers movie. It came out, uh, let's see, September 22nd. Yeah, 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 31 Metacritic, 5.4 5. on the IMDb, C plus cinema score. I didn't see it in theaters. Didn't do very well in theaters. It only made $2 million opening weekend and $3.7 million overall. Um, this movie is called Friend Request. Now, there was a movie, a horror movie, a couple of years ago. I thought, was it... Uh, I want to say it was a couple years ago. I could be wrong. Um, yeah, I don't think it was last year. I think it was at least two years ago. It might have been three years ago. I, I don't totally remember. It was called Unfriended. Um, and the premise of that one was pretty interesting. In it, Yeah, so it came out, yeah, so two years ago. Yeah, Unfriended. And the premise of that one was kind of interesting. It was, you know, these people were like friends on the internet. And then like they had like a group google group hangout type of thing and then there was this one girl that you know had died and but she somehow joined the group and it was really confusing and people were confused and they're like wait why well, i don't understand like how is she in this blah 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 but then eventually like she was getting revenge on the people and whatever so this one and i think that one was set in high school this one's set in college so it's kind of like a spiritual cons- uh, successor i guess not really, uh, but basically, it's. I don't think they ever use the word Facebook, but it's definitely a Facebook type of thing. And more or less, there's this girl that f- friends is not friends with anyone. It kind of reminded me of the episode of South Park about Facebook, where Kyle comes friends with this this weird kid, and then everyone's like, "Oh, why are you friends with this kid?" And they kind of stop being friends with him. And it's similar to that. Um, 
but it's more i mean there's more to it than that it's a horror movie so there's some spiritual like supernatural garbage involved um and, you know the premise seemed good and i don't want to ruin it for you or anything but like you know there's this weird girl and becomes friend and a bunch of weird stuff starts happening and whatever it's kind of similar kind of similar to the ring but like through facebook kind of i don't know um it, the premise was interesting um the movie itself was okay um you know i got it at 56 so you know obviously it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great um and it could have been really good. I feel like it could have been really good. I feel like they just missed a couple steps in it, and and it ultimately stumbled and kind of ruined the movie. And obviously, no one went to see it, so <laughs> that doesn't help. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Unfriended in a in a way, but also a lot. It really reminded me of the South Park episode, which was <laughs> which in and of itself was kind of weird, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're at the kind of point where it's like, yeah, these movies are probably worth checking out if you, you have nothing else to watch and you come across it on like Netflix or, or HBO or whatever, um, or Amazon or whatever these end up being on. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say about that. Um, all right, moving on. So number 55 is another Warner Brothers movie. This one came out on May 12th. Uh, so it had the unfortunate, um, well, I don't know about unfortunate, but you know, it's right after like the Marvel movie comes out the week before, which we'll get to that movie in a later, de- later time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it did 15 million, um, opening weekend, 39, uh, domestic it had a 29% rotten tomato, 41 uh, Metacritic 6.8 on IMDb, which is a bit surprising. B plus cinema score. I did not see it in theaters. And that is King Arthur, the legend, legend of the sword. All right. Well, King Arthur in and of itself is the story is as old as time pretty much. Uh, and it's been done to death. Um, so Guy Ritchie decided he was going to throw his hat in the ring and do a thing do a King Arthur movie. And, um, got, uh, Charlie Hunnam from, uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy, and we're like, all right, here you go. Um, he's King Arthur. He has the sword. Blah blah blah. You know the story. Um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, it's King Arthur, but it's just it wasn't good. Uh, there's been better King Arthur movies, and uh, it just it it was disappointing. It was a little boring, and and I don't know. There's just it just I don't just didn't catch my attention it just didn't have my interest i was like you know how many times king arthur you know type story been done and here you go doing another one and i just i don't know it just didn't work i feel like we need new ideas and new stuff you know as opposed to just rehashing old things um like i'm pretty sure there's like four more robin hood movies coming out pretty soon <laughs> And there'll probably be another King Arthur movie too, um, and I, but I'm guessing it won't be a sequel to this one. <laughs> but yeah, King Arthur, sure, whatever. I don't know. It just, I, it for me, it didn't work. Uh, you can go check it out. I'm sure it's on HBO or something right now. I mean, if you got nothing else to watch, 
you know, it's yeah, it's worth the worth the watch, I guess. But yeah, it just for me didn't work. Didn't work. Um, all right, moving on. Fifty four. Uh, this movie came out uh, September first. It was a limited release, so the I think it was only in the theaters for like a weekend or something because it, its numbers are maybe like a week, probably. Because so it doesn't have um, a cinema score. It's uh, it only made four four thousand dollars <laughs> opening weekend, and ultimately only made five thousand dollars overall. So it's a little hard to determine with those numbers because it might have only been like one screen or something um it has 29 percent on rotten tomatoes uh 50 percent on metacritic 4.8 on uh imdb and it uh didn't have a cinema score like i said i didn't see it in theaters it's a film rise um film rise uh film whatever that is not quite sure and that is the vault so the premise of this movie seemed really cool. Um, but it was ultimately very predictable, eh, unfortunately. Which, you know, I mean, there's... There's nothing wrong with the movie being predictable. Um, but the problem is, is if they try to make it seem very twisty, but then it's super predictable, it's kind of like, well, no, that's, that's, you're not, you're not, that's not a twist. That You're just being predictable here. Um, you know, cause I pretty much pegged what the twist was right at the beginning of the movie. And I didn't think it was even that hard of a twist. <clears throat> and it was pretty obvious, I thought. And I think that kind of ruins the movie. Um, but I, ba- the basic plot of this movie is, um, these people go in to rob a bank and, um, you know, I forget why. I, th- I think they had to pay off bills for like someone's dad was sick or something. I I, I forget exactly what the reasoning was. Um, they, and they had needed money to, f- you know, so they set up like a fire next door or something. So that, like everyone was, was concerned about the fire, but they went to go rob the bank. Um, and they had a bunch of inside people that were already there and blah 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 blah. Um, but like, there's no money, so they're like, oh well, there's there's like no money like where's all the money blah 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 there's money and james franco is there and he's like oh i i know where the money is the money's on the vault but it's all downstairs and it's this old creek creepy vault that's downstairs and you have to do a crazy you know it's tough to get into because it's this old vault and they're like, all right well fine send the guy down to get the vault well, the vault, the vault's haunted. So all of a sudden, the guy goes down to the vault and he starts freaking out because he's seen all the ghosts and stuff. But then everyone's like, well, what's going on? And all sorts of crazy, weird stuff starts happening. And, like, the power goes out and all sorts of nutty, crappy, weird things are happening. And, you know, the plot seems really cool, but then ultimately it just kind of gets... Nothing happens. <laughs> There's a lot, of, a lot of movie where nothing happens. And then... And then there's a twist, but it's so obvious by the point they get to, and I don't know. The movie just seemed a bit... It just seemed a bit... I don't know, it just didn't execute. It was a really cool plot, seemed like it was on the right path, and then and then um, it just didn't quite live up to what it could have been. And, um, you know... 
obviously it was a limited release, so it's hard to judge on how well it did in terms of that. I mean, I, th- I believe it's already on, on, I think it's already on, I don't know if it's Amazon or it might be uh, Netflix, I forget. It's on one of them, I think, already. So, I mean, it's it's worth the watch, I guess. It's, it's it, But the, the premise of the movie, like, I saw, like, at the trailer, it seemed really cool, and then it just... It just didn't live up to it, and it's unfortunate because it was it, there was it was there there was it was there the premise was there, but the just the execution of it and the movie in itself um, just didn't live up live up to live up to what it could have. Um, so there you go. Uh, that's uh, number fifty four. Um, number fifty three. Uh, this movie was right to Netflix movie it came. It got released uh, right before Christmas on December twenty second. It has a 27% uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 29%, uh, 29 Metacritic, 6.5 on the IMDb. It obviously wasn't in theaters. It doesn't have a cinema score. I didn't see it in theaters. It doesn't make any money because it's straight to Netflix. But this is a movie that it's... This is like probably... There's been a lot of movies released right straight to Netflix. Don't get me wrong. There's going to be more on this list coming up. Um, But this one was like the biggest one today this one like this movie you know never mind all those stupid adam sandler movies this is like this was the biggest one i know scorsese's doing one that's coming out next year i think but this to that to this point has been like the biggest like this would have been like a huge movie in the theaters if it had gone to theaters but instead netflix is releasing it and that is bright will smith uh movie uh big you know Seems like a big Will Smith movie. Now, I don't know if it would have done that well in the theaters. I don't know. Who knows? Personally, I didn't think it was all that great. That's why it's number 53 on my list. But, you know, it's just interesting because I have no idea how well this movie is doing. I can tell you what I thought of the movie. I can tell you what the critics thought of the movie. Um, IMDb thinks of the movie. But Netflix doesn't release their numbers, so I have no idea how many people have watched this movie. Um, I don't know how they're... I don't know how that generates to money for Netflix, too. I mean, you can probably look up to see how much Netflix spent on the movie, maybe. Um, but, like, to know how much they're getting in return, it's impossible to know, which is a problem. Because I don't know if this movie is successful or not. Like, people were talking about it for a little bit, but it was just more like, oh, a Will Smith movie on Netflix? Oh, that's interesting. Oh, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe, I don't know. But whether people did or not, I don't know. As opposed to, like, oh... Um, it made $30 million this weekend. Okay, alright, well, there you go. Um, the movie in and of itself is a bit weird. So, the premise of the movie is, is it's kind of like this weird alternate universe type of thing where, like, orcs and elves and all sorts of other, like, um human-like creatures exist and they live all together and then instead of there just being like races now there's also like different species but they're treated as races too and the orcs are like not well liked but like so this orc becomes a cop with will smith and they're teamed together but like there's this whole incident that happened and and orc community is mad and and but then the elves are like a whole other thing, and it's it's a bit convoluted and weird. It's like, okay, what if Lord of the Rings was about was like a racial, racially, it was 
what if Lord of the Rings was a racially uh, um, racially uh, themed cop movie, like Training Day uh, or something? And it's like, I don't know, man. That just seems a bit stupid. And that's ultimately what this is. This is a bit stupid. Um, I don't know. It's just, for me, it didn't work. I mean, it was it was an okay movie, like, in and of a movie. But I feel like the, like the message it was trying to send was a bit wonky. It was like, wait, orcs? Are we talking about orcs here? <laughs> How about elves film this? But then there's white people and black people and all other races, too. Like, it's like, wait, no, no. I don't, <laughs> what? like i don't know man it's like ah it's like racially driven but it's like with orcs i I don't know is whatever anyways um it doesn't work it didn't work for me it didn't work for me i mean it's as a movie it's okay but it's just a weird movie it's a weird movie um all right so moving on we get the number 52 uh universal movie came out uh um, let's see, it came out February 17th, um, it made 18.5 million opening weekend, 45 overall, 36 on Rotten Tomatoes, 42 Metacritic, 6 on the IMDb, and it did a B on CinemaScore, I did not see it in theaters, um, and that is The Great Wall, um, this one's a weird movie, and it probably would have been better, but there was a couple of things that were just just hung up with me about this movie. Uh, so it's Matt Damon. Um, and, and, uh, who was the other? So Matt Damon and, and, and they're going to the, it's set in China, obviously great wall, great wall, China. And like, there's this like group of like, kind of like, I don't know if they're not ninjas, but like, um, there's like this weird group and they have like this like there's this powder, this black powder that they they're trying to like sell and get money. But like <laughs> I don't remember. There was like these creatures that like attacking them and it was it was kind of a weird all over the place movie. But the biggest issue I really had was what the hell Matt Damon's accent was supposed to be. Because it was really confusing. I'm like, I don't know where he's... Is he supposed... Where's he supposed to be from? Like, his accent was just really bizarre. And I just couldn't get past it. I'm like, I don't understand what this accent is. Like... And then William Dafoe is randomly there. And he's like, uh... I don't... I don't know. It just... It was a really... Weird... Movie. Um... I just... it's a very bizarre movie. Uh, that's all I'll say. It wasn't bad necessarily. Uh, there were some cool elements to it and whatever, and uh, and like it was kind of magical and you know there was monsters and kind of Lord of the Ringish sort of orc type thingies or whatever. So I don't know. It, it just didn't quite do it for me. I mean, it wasn't terrible. Like I said, you know, it's got a it's on Vimmer fifty two on my list. I you know could have been a lot lower, but um. Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon's accent just drove me nuts. I'm like, what is he? What is that supposed to be? I don't understand where he's from. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, yeah. Again, I'm sure it's on Amazon or Netflix or HBO or something. It's worth the worth the watch if you got nothing else gone. Um, I don't know. <laughs> and if you can get past Matt Damon's accent in that movie. 
feel free, go for it. And maybe maybe you'll like it better than I did. It just really bothered me. I was just like, what the hell is his accent? Um, all right, so moving on, we are number 51. Um, this was another Warner Brothers movie. came out also on uh, uh, February 17th. Uh, one year ago today, actually, now that I'm, as I'm filming this. Uh, by the time you listen to it, it's probably... I don't know what date it is. When, I don't know when this day is actually going to release. But as I'm filming this right now, it's 2-17. Um, and this came out one year ago today, as did The Great Wall. This one didn't do quite as well at the box office. It only made $12 billion opening weekend and 32 overall. So not that much worse. But um, 26% on Rotten Tomatoes, 37 Metacritic, 5.6 on the IMDb. And it was another, it's also B at the uh, in the cinema score. Uh, and this was Fist Fight. Now, when I originally saw the ads and trailers and whatever for this movie, you Ice Cube and Charlie from and Charlie Day uh, in a fist fight. Okay, seems a bit weird, but all right, okay, sure, fist fight. Um, and I didn't expect much of it. You know why? Why would you? A movie called Fist Fight between Charlie Day and Ice Cube. But actually, it wasn't that bad. It was not bad. It, it, I mean, it wasn't great by any means. It's, you know, again, number 51 on my list. But it wasn't bad. That's why this movie is probably higher up in the list than it sh- it would be um, as a compared to some of these other movies. Is it better than all these other movies that I've listed? Probably not all of them, but probably some of them. Um, but did I expect anything from this movie? No, not at all. Was it a lot better than I was expecting? Yes, it was. But was it that much better? That was enough to like go higher than this <laughs> in terms of that? No. like It wasn't like a hidden gem or nothing. It's just like, oh yeah, this movie wasn't as bad as you would think it would be. And that's basically why this is a 51. I mean, it had its funny moments. I mean, Charlie Day is Charlie Day. He just is that character. And Ice Cube is pretty much just Ice Cube. He just is that character. Um, <laughs> and like, there's a whole thing where like there's an incident and then Someone blames somebody, and then it turns out they blame the other person, and then blah, blah, blah. Everyone's getting fired, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. They get into a fight. They're going to have a fist fight. There you go. And do they have the fist fight? Well, you know. Don't not don't want to ruin it for you, but yeah, sort of. <laughs> Just sort of a fist fight. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. It's There's a lot more to it than that. Not that there even needs to be. I think, unless I'm forgetting something, this might be the highest <laughs> comedy on my list. Um, no, I guess, I well, again it, again, it goes back to what you consider a comedy, I guess. Um, but as a straight-up comedy, this might be the highest one on my list. I just didn't see a lot of comedies, I don't feel like. Or just, I don't know if I consider some of these other movies comedies. Uh, But yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, there we go. Fist Fight, number 51. Uh, Ice Cube, Carly Day. I'm sure it's on HBO or it'll be on TBS on repeats pretty soon or something. Um, uh, Comedy Central. Whatever. All right, there we go. That's that's part two. That's number 60 through 51. Uh, check out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. If for some reason you listened to this episode and didn't listen to the first one, go back and listen to that one. Uh, check it out on uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. 
Uh, don't forget to subscribe and give me five stars and give me a review and tell me what you think and blah, blah, blah. And check me out on Razor, at Razor Vader on Twitter and give me your lists. Let me know what your list is. Let me know if you don't disagree with my list. Maybe I said something about a movie you liked and I didn't like it. Uh, you know, you can tell me. <laughs> tell me what you think of these movies. Uh, tell me if you agree with me. Maybe, maybe you do agree with me. Maybe you thought The Bye Bye Man was terrible. That was last episode. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. The Mummy. I thought maybe you thought the Mummy was worse than I thought it was. Maybe you thought it was better. Maybe you thought it was about the same. I don't know. Um, but anyways, uh, come back tomorrow. We'll we, we will uh, jump into fifty through forty one, and um, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're working our way through as we move on to the uh, Oscars coming up uh, this Sunday. They should be this Sunday. Uh, as I, like I said, I, I'm recording this way in advance. So, but anyways, come back tomorrow and we'll talk to you then.